0: Hey everybody and welcome to episode 143 of the Reviver Cell podcast.
1: Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try?
0: Um yep, and everyone seems to be getting nicely into the groove now in middle of Jan. Well I think it should be middle of Jan when this comes out. But everyone seems to be getting nicely back into the groove. Um, people moving towards their health goals which is fantastic been getting lots of great feedback on the last few episodes and the conversation with Phil Escott which definitely opened some people's minds and there's lots to come out of that and lots more conversations to be had around that if you didn't listen to episode 142 with Phil Escott definitely go back and listen to it all about the carnivore diet as well as light and other other issues uh, especially around the game changers um I should say mockumentary, not really documentary, but yeah, mockumentary. Um, but yeah, lots, lots of good uh, feedback, and um, yeah, awesome. Also, uh, people, you should all by now have have those of you that ordered your books before Christmas should all definitely have them by now. Unfortunately, uh, as I said um, before, the Royal Mail. Not only misplaced mine, but also three other authors' books. And so my publishers are really nice in terms of sending out replacement copies. Um, so you should all have them now. If you haven't ordered your copy of the chronic fatigue solution, then you can head over to www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com, um, to order your book. And you've also got the option there of an audio book if you prefer to listen rather than read and our 21 day health reset program if you're looking to jump into into getting your health back on track. Now the book as I said before is the chronic fatigue solution but we do cover every single chronic illness. You know, as I said before your your predisposition to disease plus modern lifestyle equals chronic illness and lots of people are fatigued and tired. But we go into the three big secrets to health. Uh, as well as lots of other protocols and practices and 52 key things that you can do to increase your vitality and energy straight away and reduce your body's fat and everything, you know, make your body less toxic. So, so before www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com, it's a really good, um, book for your, your basic principles to so just get you to understand exactly what is important when it comes to creating health instead of fighting disease we're all about creating health Um, because health and disease go together like oil and water you can only have one or the other you can't have both Uh, also as I always like to do promote our shop because uh, it really helps me float the podcast, getting great guests on. So if you can, um, get your supplements, etc., through us, it's fantastic. This gives me uh, a little bit of, um, yeah, support for the podcast. So if you head over to www.reviveyourself.co and you can click on our shop tab, there's lots of different supplements for you that you can have a look through. We've got everything from great meal replacements in terms of living fuel, uh, super greens and super berry, um, best products on the market by none, um, they can also be used as supplements, we've got great greens drinks like the organics greens with 70 plus different fruits and vegetables in every scoop as well with different enzymes and probiotics, got milk thistle for your liver, we've got liver support products actually lots of them as well as different soaps and soaps and bars of soap and liquid soap from dr bronner's it's so pure you can actually clean your teeth with them and uh and deodorants etc from green people very very clean no aluminium in them for example free of all nasties and we've got fantastic products from the Finchley clinic as well in terms of gut uh, gut revival uh, bundles you've got a complete bundle there for you um, as well as other great products and then we've got fantastic products from ancient purity too uh, the royal jelly that is an absolute wonder for your health. The um, royal jelly is just what the queen bee eats exclusively. It's so why she lives seven years longer than the other bees. Um, we've also got, we've also got, um, pearl powder, which is great internally for your, your liver and your, in your organs, but topically it's fantastic for your skin as well. Any blemishes, redness it is just, yeah, great, um, for anything you may have in terms of skin eruptions. Um, yeah, we've also got our hydrogen, hydrogen based filters there for you as well you can uh just yeah it's like a flask you press the button and it allows well it starts to um add you an extra hydrogen molecule to the water so extremely great for cleaning clean cleaning the body i was just saying internally cleansing the body but um yeah also very good for uh, extra hydrating so it's like super hydrating um and, yeah, I mean, there's so many great products and go through it, each and every one. Also got our whole house filtration systems from AquaTel. Uh, so if you've got a one, two, three or four bed house, whatever it is, hard or soft water, we've got an option for you. Obviously it's four, four beds plus. And they, they'll last anything from five to ten years, depending on how much you use, but generally around about seven to ten years. Um Works out very cheap, you know, because you're not just... You're not just cooking, or say you're not just drinking the water, you're cooking your food in it, you're cleaning your clothes in it, your bed sheets are in it, um, you're brushing your teeth in it, everything is going on. And then, I haven't got it on the site yet, but we have um, a link with Blue Blocks, which are the best blue blocking glasses on the market, in my opinion. Go to www.blueblocks.com, that's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com, and you put in the code REVIVE, you get, uh, with right you get 10% off. And it's the same with our link with ancient, oh, sorry, ancient purity. No, yeah, same with our link with, um, with Essential Oil Wizardry, Dr. Nick Berry, who we're getting back on the show, uh, this, this year too. And, and in fact, in the, very soon, I think. But if you go to www.essentialoilwizardry.com, you're going to get access to the best essential oils on the market. You can actually spend ages on, on, on his site, actually. It's, uh, you'll learn so much on it, and he's got, not only the best essential oils, but the way that they, they actually extract them is different to anyone else. And it allows them to be more pure and actually get absorbed into the body better. Um, so very, very interesting. In fact, if you haven't listened to my my original podcast with, with Dr. Nick Berry, then go uh, go and listen to that. Um, I'm trying to think of what exact episode it was. But if you just put in Ryan Martin, Revive Yourself with Dr. Nick Berry, it will come up. Put it into your favorite search engine. Uh, I don't use Google anymore. I use Ecosa. Um, Google is just not for me. Have you look into Google and what they what they're doing and and the things that they actually stop searching for their algorithms, what they what they deem is fake news, not for me. And Ecoso actually plant trees for every uh, amount of searches that get used in their toolbar, so it's another reason why to use Ecoso. It's very environmentally friendly. So on to today's show. Today's guest is Brian Hoyer who is yeah from com and Brian's got a uh, yeah very interesting interesting background and what what he does is he's all about reinventing human habits for optimal health when it comes to cans taking care of quality solutions for emf which is electromagnetic frequencies and geopathic stress um so in the house uh, and on your body, you know, trying to stop these frequencies impacting your health. He's first become a nutritional therapist and trained with the Klinghart Academy. And then he became a certified geobiologist trained by, um, the pioneering naturopathic and environmental medicine clinic, uh, in Austria that's been addressing EMF and geopathic stress since 1983. Uh, and he's, a, he's a fascinating wealth of information. He goes around America and he's also got links now in, in the UK and across Across the world, when it comes to helping people cut out their their geopathic stress and their EMF exposure and radiation, so this is going to be a fascinating show, and it's going to probably pose more questions than answers, um, which I no doubt it has. But we will be getting Brian back on the show, um, and yeah, he's actually going to give my listeners, our the revivers, you guys, five percent off of any anything that is in, the, in his shop. So if you go to www.shieldedhealing.com, you go into shop 5% off if you see. It's, 5% is quite a lot on on his products because um, things are reasonably um, quite an investment, but they're something that you can buy for life. So if you put in the code REVIVE, you're going to get 5% off, or you could just email him and say, you've come through our channels. So without further ado, here's Brian. Enjoy the show, and I'll see you on the other side. Where about, so you're not, you're not um, in Washington, are you?
1: No, I used to live in Washington, but yeah, now I'm in uh, Columbia, Missouri. Ah, right, I think, right, I was
0: trying to work out where it was. I saw the picture on your website about you built a, a, a house, like an EMF-resistant house.
1: Yeah, actually, that's what I, the contractor came this morning about. Like, he, We're having him finishing up some work for it, and uh, he just kind of sucked me into the project and talked to me for about an hour, and then <laughs> it's Fine. like... And I forgot to tell my family that I was having a podcast this morning, so they were like all scrambling to get out and we just got them out the door. So <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: no worries, it happens. Is that you in that house now?
1: No, this is actually our we have our earth contact home. It's about twelve hundred square feet. And then we have the tiny house that we pulled over to our contractor's place. All right, okay. And he's finishing that up. Um we we shielded like the outside of it and then we let it sit for like about a year uh when we were living in ohio and uh and just haven't finished it you know uh,
0: renovating it or you mean like in terms of shielding it or you shielded it already
1: yeah yeah we shielded it already and then there was some you know we needed to finish the electrical and the um and all the plumbing and everything so we're finally getting that done my business just kind of took off with everything else so i didn't have we didn't have time we did everything ourselves up to that point yeah and now we now with the electrical and the plumbing, it's like I wanted to be able to figure out how to do everything myself, so I could say that I had built it. But uh, I just don't have time for that now.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair enough. <laughs> I can imagine because it's so today. Today, when we're talking, like, I'd like because I know it's quite, a, it can be quite a complex area for people because there's lots of things that get mentioned in terms of EMFs and radiation, etc. And um, I've been looking into this for, for a while. and Then I heard. Um, I've heard you on a few different shows, and then I think recently, no, reasonably recently, I heard you on um, Ben Greenfield's podcast um, where you were at his house. And I was listening to it, thinking for for the layman, this would be like people would be like, "Oh my god, I don't know, what, I don't know what to do," and they'd be scared. Of their house is like everything seems like it could be causing issues. Um, right? Yeah. So t- today, I, I want to sort of like I want to go into things, but I like trying to make it as as um, easy to understand as possible uh, for people because I know we we can, get you back on the show and doing it more in depth one. Um, I know that Ben likes to go really deep with things, which is great for people like who are into it, but for the average person, sometimes they can be like, what is he going on about these different frequencies? I hate to start spinning. So, um, I mean, yeah, you're probably like, you probably get that quite a lot of people come to you and go, I don't, I know, I don't know where to start. Like what, what meters should I use and what should I be doing? So, um, it's quite. I mean, having listened to your story as well, it's it's really interesting. So, just for people out there, um, just just because I, I know your background, but people out there, just why did you get into into health and into EM, EMF um, EMF protection? Right?
1: Yeah. Well, it it kind of started out for me as um, the whole from the health perspective, being a health practitioner. Uh, the the initial push of me becoming a health practitioner was having a child and being a father and thinking about, okay, what's the best thing that I could do for this little creature that we now have to take care of 24 seven. Mm. And, uh, that brought me into the the health world. And so I learned a lot about nutrition and, and, uh, and I got certified as a nutritional therapy practitioner for like functional nutritional <laughs> therapy. But from that, you know, you have to take continuing education credits. And so one of the continuing education courses that I took was with uh, Dr. Dietrich Klinghart uh, out of the Klinghart Academy. Yeah, I know and Klinghart. He, he works uh, in Germany, and he's a holistic medical doctor, but he also has a practice in the United States, and then, and then practitioners that follow, like hundreds of practitioners that yeah. he works with all over the world. He's really big into Lyme, uh, Klinghart, isn't he? Yeah. Yep, yeah. And so, yeah, he's really, really big into Lyme, and other chronic issues that, that people have. And he's kind of like the doctor that the, that you go to after you've already been to 20 doctors and then he's um, able, able to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My mate, yeah. My mate had a really bad issue of, of
0: Lyme, a um, like spirochete behind his eye, and went to see Klinghart in the States a um, few years ago. And he was like, he like talking to a, a NASA. Uh, so trying to talk to like NASA space, space scientists is like, he's a really, really intelligent man. But some, but once again, he says sometimes a little bit too intelligent for him, you know what I mean? It was too intelligent for your own good. So it's sort of like, it's good to try and get it. So, okay. So you went to, so you learned with, with Dr. Klinghart and then you went on to, to, to EMFs or was you doing EMFs with, with him?
1: Well, he, he had a lecture about, um, EMFs and he, and about his experience with it. And he's been addressing this for 15, 20 years Uh, in his practice. And so, one of the things that he said just really stuck with me. Uh, He said that um, before he even starts with any of his patients, they have to follow a certain protocol to mitigate the EMFs in their home. And he said, if you don't do that, I'm not going to work with you, or I can work with you, but you're not going to see the results that that you want. You cannot get better without taking care of this issue. And that, you know, kind of just struck me like a ton of bricks, and I, I decided that well I, I had my own nutrition practice and I was I started implementing some of the uh, EMF shielding techniques and the protocols that he had uh, on some of my uh, clients and they saw some amazing results but I was I was also referring out to people who other professionals in the field to evaluate this because I didn't have the equipment at the time and so they evaluated the home. And I had some more amateur meters and I went back and checked after they made their recommendations and the solutions that they put in, weren't getting the levels down to what I really wanted to see them. And so I started buying more equipment and then I took some training from a naturopathic clinic, uh, in Austria and, and more continuing education with Dr. Klinghart. Now I'm actually working very closely with Dr. Klinghart in his clinic and we help a lot of his patients. But, but now, you know, it, it kind of got to the point where I needed to raise the standards of how serious we need to we need this issue is and how much we need to mitigate to get the results that we're looking for in a clinical setting. And so through my experience with my own, uh, the people that I was working with and through my experience shielding rooms of that are of people that are patients of other practitioners, other doctors and things we've kind of come up with the ultimate way to recreate this, what I like to call an ancestral healing environment in the bedroom. And the goal really should be to rule out EMF as a possibility of causing damage to you uh, and causing health problems. And so in order to do that, we have to mitigate, you know, we, we test for six different kinds of stressors. There's electric fields, magnetic fields, wireless frequencies, there's harmonics that are, which are thousands of frequencies that are riding on your electrical lines, artificial light. And then there's also this energy that comes up from the earth called geopathic stress. And, uh, you know, in in Europe, they, they know them as ley lines. And and in Chinese medicine, it's like the earth has meridians, things like that. But when you're over those lines, those can be too intense in one area and that can cause some, some problems too. So when we take care of all of those issues, that's kind of like the protocol for a healing environment. And we're especially looking at the bedroom and, uh, and as we've done this in hundreds of homes, we see some amazing results and it's for, you know, health optimization, but it's also also for people who are suffering from chronic illness that they see their symptoms go away, their, you know, their medication reduced or completely be eliminated and things like that. So It's really exciting work and it's kind of cutting edge right now
0: yeah no it's I mean everything you mentioned I want to get into them as well because it's different different as you mentioned before the six different uh, areas you go into with the uh, geopathical fault line you know it's Um, I had to, that has to happen at my house because I went to see my biological doctor and he's a doctor called Dr Robert Jacobs um, who I met mm-hmm. in the Paracelsus clinic in Switzerland I don't know if you've heard of it um, it's another it's very very similar to um, what Dr Klinghardt does but he's a biological do- medicines and they're very big you're not even allowed your phone up there uh, and they actually use dowel. I actually had to get my house doused um, because, of, because of it um, and, and so how it can impact you massively especially when it comes to infections and in terms of putting your body into its um, into its yeah fight and flight nervous system so you can't actually uh, heal as much so it's really interesting you talk about that uh, and a uh, further on other shows and there's lots of, this is the thing there's lots of different, so there's six different areas and there's lots to get, to get into there um, and when you well, the thing is, you mentioned the bedroom there, which is which is really important, and like the ancestral sort of living, so you can heal. Because a lot of people, you know, they'd, they'd say, which was quite interesting. You know, you said obviously you want your house to be as much of a safe haven as possible, but people are like, oh, you know, my house. It, it, even in my house, I've got my computers and I've got my phone on me, and you know I've got my TV and and it's, and even if people aren't in their own house, they're in a flat which has got people next door with their, you know, their wireless, um, wireless, uh, fi on. And that's something that, I mean, There must be some, which we'll get into the basic stuff, but I mean, these, these things, you know, is, is that why you're saying take care of the, your bedroom first? So
1: that's where you spend most time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. We, that, that's, that's one area where we're very unique is that we have an actual priority system. And so, uh, I prioritize, Uh, the shielding of bedrooms and the mitigation of all the different kinds of stressors that we test for for any time that your body is supposed to be in a parasympathetic state. So while you sleep, you're supposed to be in this parasympathetic state and and relaxed and, and healing and your body is, you know, your, your brain detoxes at night, but so do all of your organs. The lymphatic drainage happens at night at certain times in the night. And so, it's it's the most important time to not be in a fight or flight state and if your body is actually perceiving these external stressors coming on onto you while you're sleeping you're going to be in less of a relaxed state you're going to be more easily able to wake up or you go into too deep of a sleep and then your body can't is too asleep to even do the normal repair processes that's when like children start wetting the bed or you go into such a deep sleep, nobody can wake you up, that sort of thing. So uh, there's there's multiple things that that we recommend. And the daytime areas, yes, we focus on reducing those. But we've, we really concentrate and zero in on the bedroom because that's eight hours every single day where you're sitting in the same or sleeping in the same location. And so if you can just optimize that space, that's one third of your life, one third of your day where you have nearly zero exposure and it's the most important time when your body's supposed to be healing and if you can do that then you can actually heal from the damage that's done during the day when you're out and about exposed in your own home or or at your office or you know grocery shopping or wherever so uh and then there's other areas where your body's supposed to be in a parasympathetic state as well so like when you detox and also when when you eat you're supposed to be in this relaxed state so often i'll recommend that people go ahead and eat at your dinner table but then maybe afterwards go back into your shielded room and read a book for an hour while you digest your food and let let yourself, you know, relax and just kind of let the digestive juices flow. And I've seen that make a huge difference for people with digestive issues or any any illness just to, you know, first you teach them to be calm and chew their food and all that, but then go into that EMF shielded space and then your body's able to more easily digest. Yeah. And all those processes kind of turn on more easily.
0: 100%. I mean, you mentioned there about the lymphatic system, and you mentioned about your brain as well, the lymphatic system, which, which detoxifies at night, which a lot of people, it doesn't actually have a way. You're not sleeping deep enough for a lot of these things to actually happen. And then, if they are because their Wi-Fi is on, it's, it's amazing. I've been to, to, uh, talking to Emma Lane about this. I don't know if you know Emma Lane. Um, she's uh, a former um, former check level four like uh, practitioner, but she talks about this a lot and about how metals and stuff can be drawn into the brain at, at night because of these uh, because of these um, electromagnetic uh, frequencies. So just for people out there, because there's got so many questions here that I want to ask you, uh, especially about in daytime how we can mitigate this at night time what we can do in our bedroom, different things. But just for people out there, you mentioned right obviously EMF frequencies, um, what they are, but the the six different um areas that you go into, can you just explain like each one, like where people would find that their negative frequencies? Because EMFs, you know, everything in the world's energy, right? And everything it's got like an electrical current. And you get good and you get bad electrical currents and um, the body and mm-hmm. how it respect, responds to them. So um, can you just expand on that for us, like the six areas where people might find them and what they can do to maybe like reduce their exposure to them?
1: Yeah. So basically your body does run on electricity, but it's running on – your body runs on DC, direct current. And uh, with the invention of electricity, in order to make the electricity travel far – they've made it a pulsed frequency, so it will actually go further, it's alternating currents. That's like the difference between AC and DC. So not only is the electrical in your walls pulsed, but also the wireless frequencies are pulsed.
0: Right.
1: And so the, the stuff in your walls is called low frequency, and then the wireless is called high frequency. Um, so basically, when we test for all this stuff, the we test the body voltage you can actually take a a regular electrician's multimeter and plug it into a ground wire the com port and then you you actually can test how much voltage is on your body and you can walk around your house however long your ground cord is and you can see how your voltage changes we usually only test this in the bed or in places where people are sitting for long periods of time okay and and then and the goal is to be zero because in nature, you didn't have any pulsating current at all or voltage on your body. And so you have that simply from the wiring in your walls. Unless you live in a, a flat where, where the code is that there's metal conduit and the wires are in a metal grounded conduit, then uh, in that case, you don't have electric fields coming out from the walls. Only when you plug something in do you have electric fields coming out uh, from the cords that are not shielded. But in most homes, they have Romex, just the the uh, the either the rubber or the plastic casing that goes around the wires, and that doesn't shield anything. It lets the electricity go out from the wall, so that is constantly pulsating your body, your muscles, causing these micro contractions all night long while you sleep. People have as much as you know. 2,000 millivolts up to, I've had people that are around 12,000 or 15,000 millivolts or 15 volts on their body while they're, while they're sleeping. That's and, and that, that is a lot. And you can just imagine like, if, how is your body able to rest when it's got all that pulsating voltage going through? Uh, you know, every time, you know, when we restart a heart, we use that defibrillator and it, we pump voltage into the heart to make the heart muscle contract. And so voltage actually makes your muscles contract and then magnesium makes the magnesium inside of those cells makes it relax. So I have this feeling that this vast depletion of magnesium and the magnesium deficiency that people are experiencing all over the world is largely due to this phenomenon of everybody being surrounded by this pulsating electricity all the time and being depleted of their magnesium stores because we have all these micro contractions happening pretty much twenty four seven. So they
0: so. When you mentioned there, is that people is that coming out the walls or is that the wire the Wi Fi as well
1: or is that just all you talk about everything combined? Yeah, this is just electric fields so far that we're talking about. Just electric um, fields. Okay, right. Yeah, and then uh, the Wi Fi has a similar effect, but it's on, on a more cellular level because it is. Uh, the waveform is smaller, so it resonates with uh, with smaller organelles and and uh, on the cell on the cellular level. Um, so there's the electricity in the walls. There's also with the electricity in the walls. If there's any errors in the wiring, and the currents flow in a different directions than it should be, then there can be a wiring error that causes a magnetic field. And magnetic fields come from Current not being canceled out from wiring errors, or also like a lot of current going through an area, like uh like if you live really close to those large power lines or a big transformer, uh electrical conduit that's coming into the house. Um, and then the other thing is motors; they create a magnetic field, so you don't ever want to have a refrigerator right on the other side of where your bedroom is, uh, because that as long as the refrigerator is running or another big appliance, it could be coming into your sleeping area and you could have a huge magnetic field right by your head. And I've seen that happen multiple times. So that's that's really important to move that. And a lot of these issues are things where you can just move furniture around and to kind of mitigate it or fix it and, and not have that exposure. But the electricity, you know, you can't do much about that except filter it. From the part that's the most detrimental which is another thing and that's the dirty electricity so on all of almost every electrical system that I've ever tested there is what they call dirty electricity or harmonics and it's thousands of high frequencies that kind of start riding on the electrical system and those can actually be filtered out with this filtering technology that we use it's a box that you can install at your breaker panel it has capacitors and harmonic rectifiers. And so, if there's anybody listening to this that's an electrical engineer, they'll kind of understand the concept. But it filters out these harmonics so that when you're exposed to the electric field, you're not being ex- at least not being exposed to a, a more damaging uh, type of EMF. And each one of these solutions, each one of these uh, stressors that we test for has a different solution. So, the dirty electricity, you have the filtration or you can remove the, the items in the house that are causing the dirty electricity, so like CFL light bulbs, solar panels cause a lot of dirty electricity and uh, dimmer switches, and then various appliances. You kind of have to test uh, to see what's Ed- causing. Them. LEDs LEDs can. Um, LEDs, the, the problem is more usually has more to do with the flickering of the light. Uh, which is also a stressor. And so that's the amount of times they flicker per second, isn't it? Yeah. And so because it's running on the, uh, you know, 120, uh, volts or, or the alternating current is running at 60 Hertz or 50 Hertz in the, in the UK. Yeah. Um, it's, that means it's flickering 50 times per second. And so that's, you, you can't really see it with your, with your eyes. Uh, because your brain isn't doesn't uh register it fast enough to for you to perceive it, but your eyes are constantly adjusting to it. It's amazing. You can see it on camera sometimes, can't you? If yeah. you
0: Sometimes, or if you, if if you record a TV, you can see it, but you can't see it with naked eye. But you can see it through another camera, which is yeah, it's quite um yeah. When you look at it, it's, if you think about it, it's quite worrying. But it's the something that we've been so used to.
1: Yep. Yeah. And so. Usually what we'll recommend for that is you can switch out to higher wattage incandescent bulbs if you can find them uh, because they have a filament inside that heats up. And even though it's running on the pulse current, the light is being produced by heat. So unless that heat cools down all the way, it it, it won't turn completely off. It just kind of has more of a glowing effect, and it flickers a lot less than an LED, which will turn off instantly instantly like 50 times per second. And then fluorescent lights are the same. They they have various uh, ways that they flicker too. Um, so we have lighting recommendations that we do. And then, you know, the main thing though is, is testing all the different EMF stressors and figuring out, you know, the wireless frequencies is another one and uh, hunting down all the frequencies in the house. But then also one of the things that I discovered um, doing these assessments all over the United States has been that uh, for like 20, 30 years, everyone in this profession has said that most of the wireless radiation is coming from inside the house. And that may have been true 15 years ago, but now we have so many cell phone towers, so many radio towers, so many television towers, and more and more cell phone towers are going up all the time. We now have gone to this tipping point where maybe... Three, five years ago, we have more radiation coming from outside the home and coming onto the body or just as much. You know, We do have more devices that are coming into the houses too, but all of those you have control over. So I'm usually more concerned with, yeah, hunting down all the wireless frequencies in the house and making sure we have those turned off at night or we can wire them if possible or come up with some solution where you're not constantly exposing yourself to something that's really close to you. But then you have to consider all the towers from outside, and that's that's where we kind of get into the the bulk of the meat of what I consider to be like the the shielding protocol for the home.
0: Right, and I want to get into I want to get into that because obviously you've got a different you've got three three four G five G now as well. But just because just because you said something there, and I want to get into that the shielding. So you said the bulk of shielding the home. Just to, just so people can understand. Uh, a little bit more about these frequencies but before we go there you've got ionizing and non-iodizing radiation you've got thermal radiation like what's the difference because i've, I've heard you say that ionizing radiation can damage dna um mm-hmm. and this is for example when people go through the airport and they get put into one of those scanners is that what that is, is that the iodine iodizing, radia, um, iodizing radiation
1: no, that's, that's actually uh, non-ionizing radiation, but it's the one where you put your hands up in the air. Yeah. And they have you go through that, and it has a little spinny thing that goes around. Yeah. that's Those are millimeter waves. Those are actually wireless frequencies that are really high uh, frequencies. And uh, there's a really interesting video online from the U.S. military. Um, but they, know, they, they,
0: they will tell you that these things are completely safe and don't affect the body at all. But go Yes. On, go, go on. It yeah, done?
1: but – Yeah, they tell you it's completely safe and it's less radiation than your cell phone and all this stuff—the BS that they tell you when you are going through the TSA or whatever. I don't know what they have over in Europe, but I know I had a really uh,
0: interesting uh, discussion with uh, one there that they made me try. They tried to make me feel this. Well, I am actually going to do a live post on it, and they try to make you feel awkward. I am going to have to wait you here for thirty minutes. Someone says they pat you down. I was like, that's fine. Oh, why don't you want to go through it? Uh, because i've done my research and i know it destroys the uh, the, the body cells at dna level and other things i oh, know it's completely safe i said okay that's what they told you about asbestos um and and then they and then they go on to it and they just try and make you feel awkward and i was just like uh, at the end of the day i'm not going to do it uh, and he said well in three years time you won't even be able to opt out so this is where i get into like radiation blocking um clothes etc i know ben greenfield's a big opponent of that but Interesting what what you were going to say there. You got the video and um, what we can say the military video. So you you going to say oh yeah should,
1: yeah there's a military video on on YouTube and they uh, they actually weaponize those these, these frequencies. So they use it as like a crowd deterrent. So really, like, they shove in the, This video is actually kind of it, it's sad, but it's funny at the same time because they show these people like. They actually tested it in real time, and they have real people there. But they also have this animation, and when they blast these frequencies, it's obviously a higher intensity than what they're using at the airport—way higher. But the fact of the matter is, is you can use those frequencies to cause this burning sensation on the person's body, and it makes instinctually it just makes you run in the opposite direction. There's this really interesting, uh, you know, as they started experimenting with animals and people that it just like, you just run the other way. Mm, Yeah. It's really crazy. I've heard, I've heard
0: about about that. I've also interviewed Dr. Deborah Davis about this, about the airport and she thinks that they're extremely bad. I don't know what you think.
1: Yeah. I always opt out. Um, The, the problem though about opting out is that sometimes you are exposed longer to the radiation because it's not just confined to being, right in that area Um, if you were to actually measure it. And I I honestly have not measured it. I used to have a meter that could measure it, but I was too scared to pull it out and bring it through security because it costs so much. And, uh, but like they make you stand right next to the device while you're waiting. And then you have to be, be that close to it for like three or four or five, 10 rounds of people going through. And at that point you would have just been, been better off going through. Uh, so you stand
0: stand away from it if you can
1: yeah stand away from it say i'm standing over here and waiting and you know yeah as far away as possible but uh you know i i ended up getting the you know in the united states we have this option to do tsa pre-check and then you don't have to go through that you just go through the metal detector and and you don't have to you know there's no option to have to go through that at all so that's that's been helpful but when i traveled overseas you know i had to deal with it again so it doesn't always there's no foolproof way to get out of that but um it's a it's a kind of a minimal exposure compared to what we're exposed to every single day and uh you know i still always opt out just on the principle of it but um travel is bad enough as it is for for you (laughs) for you with the circadian rhythm switches and and uh just being tired and then all of the wi-fi exposure that you have from people In airports. I mean, everyone's on their phone in airports. There was one time I was going through an airport and not one person was looking up. Every single person I went by was on their phone. People walking, people sitting at tables, not talking to each other. They just have their phones out looking at it and everybody's radiating each other. Plus, the Wi Fi is blasting in there and the cell phone, uh, the mobile tower connection is is really really good cuz there's cell phone towers all over the airport and the airport radars spinning like crazy so airports you actually you know the worst place for all of this type of radiation as far as the wireless transmissions go. So, so what would you do in, a, in an airport? Cause I want to get into this. I mean, I have actually got some uh, Faraday
0: blocking underwear that I wear, uh, for radiation, but like if you, is there, I mean, certain supplements you can, you could you would take in terms of blocking radiation, or helping your body with these frequencies or any clothes that you'd wear or any devices that you put on your phone, etc.
1: Um, yeah, I have a, I have a Faraday bag that I put over my phone, but I usually keep my phone on airplane mode. That's better than any device that you can get. Just keep it on airplane mode with the Wi-Fi and the Bluetooth turned off when you're carrying it around. And then when you want to check your phone, which everybody wants to check their phone, you find a place where you can sit down, put your phone down, turn it off airplane mode, just touch it, and then let it get off. Because when you first turn it off airplane mode, it's going to start blasting – the towers, or the, or, or reaching the Wi-Fi router, or whatever, and it's going to start downloading and uploading all kinds of things okay. like pictures. You know, it'll upload pictures that you took when you, when it was on airplane mode, or video, or whatever. If you have like Google Photos or something like that, um, and then all of the updates to your apps are gonna, are gonna happen. So the highest amount that you're exposed to is like for the, about 10 or 15 seconds after you turn it off or turn airplane mode off. And then after after you hear all the dings and the notifications go off, then you can grab your phone and kind of use it and just hold it away from your body as much as possible. Right. You know? yeah. There's some really simple habits. The further you have it away, it, it exponentially gets gets better. Yeah. And at least if you need to be available for a phone call, you can turn the mobile data off so you're not constantly updating your apps and everything, and you can still receive a phone call. And that's especially important if you have to have your phone on your body right Um, so so for example you put on airplane mode and then
0: you go into settings and you take it off of data roaming is that what you mean is it data roaming Um, yeah
1: yeah data roaming cellular data on an iphone um and you don't need to if you're gonna just do the cellular data you're still gonna get some pings but um it's better if you actually need to be available, like you're on call or you're expecting a call or something like that. Just turn okay. the cellular data off and, uh, and your airplane mode is still off in that, in that, uh, scenario. But airplane mode is by far the best thing because it stops all transmissions. Yep. I have my phone on that majority of the
0: time. <laughs> it's just, I never have it in my pocket. I always try and carry it in my hand. I know you actually do something around it, but I try and keep it away from myself. And if I phone call, I always have it on speakerphone. I'm guessing that's something you should be doing too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. speakerphone's good. good. Um, you can get the, you know, definitely don't use the AirPods or the, but I want to talk to you. I want
0: to talk to you about that actually. Cause I, know you, Cause I always just use my like headphones, um, Apple headphones
1: and go yeah. into it is that fine yeah I, I think that's fine there's some people that say oh the wire is connected to the phone and that radiation's coming through the wire um i have never been able to verify that or or test it in a way in theory it makes sense that it might have some something happening but it's not going to be any more than what you're getting on your skin right. um from from the phone the the issue is where you put the phone when you have the headphones on yeah because the phone's still transmitting so if if you can connect your phone to the, have it like
0: the, here or over there,
1: and it's just yeah, yeah yeah put it still put it far away from your body. Get a long, really long headphones, you know, yeah. uh, headphone cord, and I think that would be even better than than some of those AirPod things that people have. So just, the, just get a long. Cord. Yeah, the AirPods.
0: I mean, they are gonna have um, Bluetooth and other radiation coming into you, right?
1: Oh yeah, those those things are insane. Um, they it's It's so high, each one uh, is extremely high, and you you've got them on both sides of your brain, so it's, it's not good and it doesn't yourself. even yeah, and it doesn't even have to be uh you don't even have to be on a call or listening to anything. It's constantly buzzing the entire time when you test it with a meter as as soon as you op- you even touch or move the airpod box, if they're charged at all. They start blasting oh, because no. they sense, and they'll they'll start blasting Bluetooth out. And right, it, and it's you got
0: it in your ears, right next to your brain.
1: Yep. Yeah. So it's Whoops. it's not good, and you know these frequencies. They there's studies that show it causes a permeable blood brain barrier, and it causes brain inflammation, and because of that, via the brain gut axis, it also causes gut inflammation, leaky gut as well. So there's there's all kinds of studies that that show all of these crazy different, like, plethora of symptoms, and it's all due to the effect that all these types of EMFs, all the six types of stressors that, that we test for, um, those are acting via the voltage-gated calcium ion channels. And when there's calcium that's let into the cell, because of the voltage transfer across the cell membrane, uh, it causes the production of this free radical called peroxynitrite and this free radical through chronic exposure can cause dna damage really? non ionizing radiation non thermal radiation can cause dna damage because, because of this molecule and this reaction that's happening because that's something that people say like okay
0: ionizing radiation cause it but they have a discussion saying non ionizing doesn't but you're saying because of that because of that pathway that happens it can
1: yes Exactly. It's right, really interesting. Yeah. And, and Dr. McCola he has a new book coming out on EMF in a few months here. And he talks about this extensively, the, the physiological mechanisms behind the EMF damage in his book. Dr. McCola, that quack.
0: <laughs> that that crack that, that, yeah yeah the guy that's had one of my best that like, natural health websites for, for forever yeah that crack but uh, that because is that what you're saying um about the blood brain barrier so uh, i think i've heard dr cruz talk about it is this also is it also called the Frey effect I've, uh, i think i've heard about that dr yes. Frey. is that what it's about is that is that the yeah. same
1: thing yeah that's the, it's the same thing and and uh Dr. Alan Frey, what he did was he had this study that he did on these rats where he injected a methylene blue dye into the femoral artery of these rats. And one group he exposed to wireless transmissions, I think it was around 900 megahertz, which is the same that that many phones use and your smart meter on your house that uh, your electric company installs that's pulsing frequencies. That uses 900 megahertz in the United States. I'm not sure if the UK is the same. But, um,
0: I mean, I wouldn't use this. I, I got rid of my smart meter years ago. Uh, I mean, even the, the world health organization said it was like a car, a type two carcinogen that is like 10 years ago. So <laughs> like, I mean, would, would do you have a smart meter in your house?
1: I do, but it's like 30 feet away from the house. Right. Okay. And got so it's not, shielded. Right, so. right. Right. So it's a bit different. Yeah.
0: Cool. So you're yeah. saying he used those, he used the, he used the dye in the rats.
1: Yep, and so when when he injected the dye into the the rats, you could see it in the in the scan. You could see it uh, illuminate everything but the uh, but the brain, and that's because the blood brain barrier was intact. And then the group that he exposed to the Wi Fi within, I think it was three to five seconds, the brain became fluorescent and illuminated as well. And so that confirmed to him that oh my gosh, this. Uh, actually causes a permeable blood brain barrier almost instantly. And one of, some, one of his uh, colleagues from Europe, I'm not sure exactly where it was, but I think the guy's name was Leif, L-E-I-F. I'm not, I forget. I'm blanking on his first name. But he heard about Dr. Frey's study, and then he he contacted him and said, hey, I've been looking for a way to cause the blood brain barrier to become permeable so I can get some drugs into the brain. Uh, can I use your research to propose another research like thing for, for this group that he was doing the, this other research for? And he was like, yeah, you could do that. So he actually started using radio frequencies to cause a permeable blood-brain barrier so that these other drugs could be uptake uptaked into the brain. And that's like something that's documented, and they know that that happens. It's kind of like um, – I don't usually get into this when I'm when I'm recording podcasts on EMF but it's it's very similar to the fact that there's a drug called uh or an additive to vaccines that they use called neomycin uh that's that's added to many vaccines as a preservative or something like that but they actually use that same uh molecule to cause deafness in rats uh to test cochlear implants for people who are who are deaf and hard of hearing mm. And uh, and that one of the side effects, if you look on that vaccine uh, side effects thing, is that uh, you know deafness could be a side effect of taking this vaccine, <laughs> or, or 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 just
0: death, you
1: know? Yeah, or just uh,
0: I mean, like yeah, look at yeah. Well, don't don't ask me why they're putting antifreeze and carbonic acid and formaldehyde and and all other sorts of stuff in in vaccines, but I mean, that's another that's another discussion. But um, yeah, I mean it. They've done this many times before with different things where they've used a drug. And they found out it does something, and then they go, "Okay, we can induce this other, we can we can induce something else in the body by using it." Um, so I'm not surprised. I mean, so you're saying um, leaky gut through the blood brain barrier being exposed to these, um, exposed to these uh, different frequencies, and also talk, not surprising, having studied with, with, with Dr. Klinghardt, um, you found out that magnetic exposure can also increase chronic infections like Lyme, SIBO, um, Candida. Um, you tell me a little bit of research about that. I mean, what is that once again, it's because you're lowering the body's uh, overall health, you're pushing it into its fight and flight. So it's allowing for these, the, these, these, um, funguses and moles to proliferate. Would that be
1: why? Yeah. Well, what's interesting about that is it's a, there's kind of a different, uh, thing going on I don't, and it's kind of a, a theory, but, but it's been tested that it that it does happen when there's a higher exposure, and that's that they do, pro- these uh, pathogens do proliferate when they're exposed to more magnetic fields and more and, and wireless frequencies and everything. And so what, you know, you kind of step back and think about that, like, why is that happening? And what Dr. Klinghart postulates is that it's happening because the pathogens also perceive this as a as a stressor. And so they go into survival mode and they start proliferating like crazy in order to Survive the onslaught of these frequencies and radiations that are coming in they think that they're being attacked And so they ramp up the production their their uh, you know their multiplication and When that happens it overactivates your immune system and then your immune system goes so crazy that it can start to chase the pathogens into different organs and start to attack the organs themselves and that's when you get autoimmune disease and so uh, this is huge for autoimmune disease, these, these EMF exposures. I've actually had a few clients. There was one in particular that uh, she shielded her room. and the first two nights in sleeping in that shielded room, free of all these stressors, she couldn't sleep at all. She was like having a racing heart, sweating, heart you know heart palpitations, like all of the cold hands and feet. And, uh, and all these symptoms and they were thyroid symptoms and she's normally hypothyroid but she was having hyperthyroid symptoms and then she's like thinking about it like oh man maybe I should stop taking my glandular and so she stopped taking her thyroid glandular and then she had the best sleep of her life so the first that means the first night after sleeping in that shielded room her body did not need her thyroid medication anymore she she. something shifted and she didn't need it. She taking her thyroid glandular was pushing her body to produce too much thyroid hormone and, uh, she didn't need it anymore. So there's something magical about just creating that healing space, especially in the bedroom. So your body can do what it's supposed to do at night and, uh, and heal and detox and, and do all of the things. And, and, uh, that's kind of one of the key points that I try to really preach at people is that your body wants to heal. If we just give it the opportunity to do that, when does your body heal? It heals at night. And so all of us are trying to eat healthy and and exercise and do all these things. But if you're trying to repair your body, all of that repair, nearly all of it happens at night while you're sleeping. And we so de-emphasize sleep in our, in our society that uh, it's almost like an inconvenience to us, and so, but it's actually supposed to be the time when we actually feel safe. You know, your bedroom should not have anything stressful in it—things so that stress you out, pictures of old girlfriends or boyfriends, or or like, uh, you know, angry, evil, evil uh, images or or whatever. It needs to be a place of peace, a place where you can feel rested and and calm. And, and joyful and thankful about where you're at and you just feel safe and when you have that space in it and you've made it safe by shielding it from all these frequencies and and everything then you actually have optimal space for your body to heal and then all the protocols everything you're doing during the day and exercise diet whatever supplementation what i found in my practice and, and with people that i have who have done the shielding is everything works better they're they don't need to be on their leaky gut supplement anymore. They, you know, I had people where I had to continually have them on a leaky gut supplement because they just could not keep their gut sealed. And regardless of what we did with diet, it still wasn't working. Until we shielded the room, then they didn't even need the supplement anymore. As long as they would go back to that that room every single night, they wouldn't have the leaky gut symptoms. They wouldn't have these reaction, these strong reactions to these various different types of foods anymore. And so it's it's like it was the primary stressor in those cases. But sometimes there's, you know, it, this is never the one solution to fix all of your health problems. But it's a foundational solution that all of our ancestors uh, had every single night, that healing time of eight hours at least every single night where you can just repair the damage that's done during the day. Well, nothing can compare.
0: You can throw herbs and different things at people all day long. But if you're not sleeping right, you're never going to never going to reach a potential immune system is never going to reach its potential and you're going to be like pissing in the wind basically so I, I 100% agree it's like a foundational principle um and sleeping, as you said it is seen as an inconvenience these days because people got so much to do and so much. it's like it's 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 so important and uh, and so I want to get into what you said there like your basic basics of like the how stopping things coming in I mean I want to get into as well the bedroom like Different things people can do in terms of just because people are going to ask like supplements I can take, um, things in terms of like mattresses, um, and we get into your assessments like how long your assessments generally would take. Um, but like your, you said you have like a, you like to start from stopping the frequencies coming in, and how would you go about that for most? Because with like five G now as well, it seems like these are very short radio waves, but they're very very powerful. Sorry, frequencies. I should say. Um, and so, is it harder to stop them coming in, or is it still things we can use, like is it cages or paints, or how would you go about
1: it? Yeah, it's actually the the five G, the the millimeter waves, which is what everybody's worried about with five G. Um, in my opinion, so far, when I've tested these things, and I, I have tested with a millimeter wave meter, they don't they they propagate in such a way where it's really almost like a laser uh, from what, from my testing. And so I barely can detect them when I had my millimeter wave meter, uh, in LA and in Austin, Texas and Dallas, Texas. Um, and so, and then from the studies that you can see by the industry themselves, they all point to saying that we cannot, even use these like like they were testing there's one study where they tested everything in this indoor mall environment and they have this chart that shows that even tinted glass will largely reduce these frequencies and so the shielding of those frequencies is actually pretty easy but the fact of the matter is is these companies I don't think personally at this point that they're even going to be using those on a wide scale like everybody thinks what they're going to do is they're going to use those as point to point communication just like they have Internet, um, Internet of Things. Yeah, well, point to point, like uh, like a tower will be over here and another tower uh, like a mile away or half a mile away, and they'll point those millimeter waves at each other, and they'll transfer large amounts of data that way. and And then from there, they'll broadcast the data in different directions with lower frequency signals like sub-6 gigahertz which is what we already have with 4G, and that will penetrate more easily through walls and and things like that. So that's why T-Mobile is using their 5G network. They're using 600 megahertz because it goes farther and it and it penetrates easier. So they're they're using that. That's live right now in the United States, probably in other places around the world too. And uh, it's a you know, and we can block that too. With the paint and the fabrics and things that we use, but you have to make sure that um, that you're using the right fabric for the right thing, and that it's been tested up to these 5G frequencies, just to make sure that you're not using something that's that's not good. Because most of the when I first got into this, most of the shielding products they'd been around for 10 or 15 years, and it's still that way. Uh, so I've sourced some, some new fabrics and, and a new way to actually do the painting that increases the effectiveness of it so that uh, you can do it optimally and kind of 5G-proof your home. Well, if you do it
0: wrong, can you, like, seal frequencies in your house? Uh,
1: usually that doesn't happen. Um, the only time that I've seen that happen is when somebody's recommended to just do partial shielding. They'll say, "Oh, just shield this wall, because most of this stuff's coming from this direction," and then the person will feel worse. But uh, you know, I I've never done, been a part of a shielding project where a person has felt worse after doing the shielding as we recommend to do it. So I, I have yet like to to see uh, EMF being trapped inside of a house. Um, and we we tell people not to bring your phone into the shielded room it's going to keep seeking for the tower and you'll still get some reception when you bring your phone into some of the rooms that we've shielded but um if you get one of those apps where you can test how the how your signal is you can actually see it go way down and then your phone starts to ramp up more to connect with the tower just like in the old days when uh when cell phones were kind of new and you had roaming you know your your phone would roam and it would start to lose battery when you don't have good reception so if you're if you work in a parking garage you might have experienced that cuz you'd have hardly any reception when you're in the, in one of those big thick parking garages um and uh and your phone will you know the battery will will so, die because it's pumping out so much power to try to connect so just quickly when this is on
0: airplane mode if you have it in your pocket as a man you're still going to be getting radiation, though, into your testicles.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So don't do that. Yeah, don't do
1: that. Right, even so on airplane have, mode. Even on airplane mode, you have a magnetic field that's coming out from there. Um, so if it's off, there's no magnetic field whatsoever. And really, the magnetic field's only happening when the screen is activated. So if you have one of those phones where the buttons are easily pressed when you're in, when it's in your pocket, the screen will turn on. Every time that screen turns on, even if it's on airplane mode, there's a magnetic pulse that's going to happen um on your body, and it's pretty intense. It's it's no joke. So, okay. Uh,
0: so, so just quickly, so if, so when when you're doing your your assessments, um you start by what do you say looking at what's coming into the house and then you go into the the bedroom, but you said Obviously if people are out there, I mean you must have lots of different devices. There's probably people could try and do this themselves or try and make readings themselves. I mean, it's not one device that does all this, right?
1: No, yeah, that's the thing is we uh when I go into a house, I bring about fifteen to twenty thousand dollars worth of equipment in to to test extensively everything and build a whole protocol for the house, like what you need to do to to fix everything and create an optimal environment in the in the bedrooms and then lower it as much as possible in the daytime areas. And even in homes, I do a lot of home build consults, so we start from the ground up and, and take all of this stuff into consideration. In those situations, I even will recommend to have a room where you don't have shielding done because people, if if they have cell phones, if they don't have cell they're gonna phones. They're going to want to
0: use cell- them. Yeah, they're going to want to use them,
1: right? Yeah, because people are going to want to use – exactly. People are going to want to use their cell phones at some point and they want to be inside their house using them. Uh, I have a shielded house and I wish that I would have had enough room to, <laughs> to be able to have a space like that. So I'm always like up by the window. like I put my phone up there if I need to be available behind the shielded curtain. And, uh, and I'll get a call or whatever, but then I don't have anywhere in my house to go cause I don't have good reception anywhere. I'll drop the call like immediately. Do you have to open the I window? To, yeah. I keep it by the window and then I, I answer the call. I'm like, hold on. And I run outside and <laughs> <laughs> I can, then I can talk to them, but then it's all windy and blustery and everything. So sometimes I'll go in the car and, and, and talk, but it's, uh, you know, we like when we do these assessments for people's Homes, existing homes. There's solutions, and there's different solutions than there are for for an actual home build from the ground up. Yeah. Uh, but the existing homes, we just recommend the shielding paint in the rooms usually. But we have to rule out some things. We have to rule out magnetic field issues. We have to rule out geopathic stress issues that can't be shielded, and then uh, and then ground current. We have to test the the ground current because some of the, in some areas you have a, a dirty ground wire. And we need to be able to to mitigate that appropriately in the in the bedroom and test to make sure the grounding there's a clean ground in the room. Uh and that's really why I can't like just sell people a shielded package, like here's all you need to shield your room. Yeah. Because they could do that and then they find out there's a wiring area, they have to rip the walls open and redo all the painting or take the drywall down. Uh so it, it becomes a little more complicated to just Say so just buy this product and put this in. You actually have to have a professional assessment done uh, beforehand. Well, you've, yeah,
0: you've got like that Faraday paint, which obviously it comes in black, uh, or I think it is. But you can paint over that different colors you want, right? So it hasn't got to be like a, I mean, no woman in, in the world is going to want a black black walls basically in their house. I'm guessing, but you can paint over these things.
1: Yeah, ninety nine point nine nine percent of women. There's one woman I know that did want it. I, mean, like, I love this black. Oh, fair you know, enough. I well, keep it black. <laughs> but yeah, most people like when you're doing the shielding projects. They'll for for like five seconds. They'll be like, "Wow, this actually looks kind of cool. Maybe I'll keep it this way." And then, and then that. Thought leaves their mind after that no yeah. i don't want to do that yeah yeah, yeah. it's fair <laughs>
0: enough so so when so when people so things that people can do straight away like in terms of their bedroom um so you mentioned having having things off having things off having all electrical appliances off if they've got um i mean for example mattresses they can if they got like um if they got springs in them can they um yeah magnify the frequencies
1: yeah, they can. They can, uh, they can be an antenna for the wireless frequencies, and, he, and we're able to measure that. And they can also cause an easier path for the electricity to come and the voltage to come up to your body, which which is the the one that contracts your muscles at night while you're sleeping. And then sometimes, a lot of times, the springs are actually magnetized themselves. And so they have this noxious field that's already coming up from them. And you can take a compass and measure this right over your bed. You just put like a clipboard down or, or a a really thin child's book and, and put the compass on top of that and then just slide it across the bed and see if the needle moves by more than two or three degrees. If it moves by more than three degrees, then you know that that's, there's a magnetic field coming up. Then you can actually also push the compass into the springs and you might see it spin. Really? Okay. So you don't, you don't really want that to, to happen. That's, that's a interfering with the natural magnetism that's coming up from the earth and so you're not even aligned with the earth's magnetic field anymore you're aligned with the magnetic field of the springs that came off of the machinery that was magnetized at the factory so so people get to get mattresses without
0: springs or you can get things like an earthing mat would that help
1: um earthing mats can help but i usually don't recommend them until you've had a a, the room shielded Right. right and uh and right now, if people have earthing mats that they're using, I, I tell them to flip it upside down on your mattress. Don't be in contact with it. That way, you have a, a grounded surface underneath the bed but it's preventing the electricity from coming up oh. uh, from the floor. And that's the thing, is when we, when we recommend to do the shielding of the rooms, you do all the walls, the ceiling, and the floor, ideally. Um, there's certain circumstances where we might not need to do the floor, but... Um, now I'm kind of, I've been recommending the last, uh, six months to a year to always do the floor as well, especially with the, the 5g frequencies. I mean, they're so small, they can seep in anywhere. Um, even if you're on the ground level, it'll go th- right through the foundation and, and everything if you don't have that shielded. So we have this fleece that you can put underneath the flooring. Um, there's also the, the material, the fabric material that you can use as a shear fabric. So you can put over windows um, and you can also create a canopy out of this shielding fabric if you, if you don't want to do any of the painting or you live in a flat where you can't paint or do any remodeling work or whatever. Uh, or, you, or you, It's temporary so you don't want to just leave that, that expensive shielding paint on the walls. You want to um, take it with you when you leave. So you can build a, a sleep canopy over the bed and then you, we have this uh, grounding fleece material that you can put underneath to kind of complete the the shield. So it's like having your own little cocoon. Basically. Yeah, it's your own cocoon, and it's a conductive shielding fabric, so it, like when you ground it, it blocks all the electricity as well. So it's a two-for-one solution, and it also blocks the dirty electricity, so it's really three-for-one solution. Wireless, dirty electricity, and electric fields are all mitigated if you're able to create a conductive Uh, fabric canopy
0: cool and so there's a few a few other things i just want to quickly ask you about um, because we want to go into i want to go into this what people can do about their person and and laptops etc just quickly all round up but infrared saunas i've seen you've got your own sauna space i mean it is a reasonable amount of money um it's like an eight thousand pound sauna um but the only thing that i looked at and it's like it's fabric and wouldn't it get all mess and sweat and, and isn't it a bit of a pain in the bum to clean? Because, I mean, you said that a lot of saunas say they're not, they haven't, they've got low EMF or they haven't got any EMF, but your testing shows otherwise.
1: Yeah, this, uh, well, I actually was on the hunt for a company that I could work with that would mitigate this in their sauna. Because, you know, like I was saying earlier, one of the most important times to be shielded from these frequencies is when you're in a detox state so you're supposed to be detoxing in in your sauna. And all all these saunas, almost every single one nowadays says low EMF. Mm. (laughs) And I test them in people's houses because they always want me to test their sauna. Like, can you test my sauna too? Because you're here in my house. You know, I've done over 500 assessments now all over the United States and I've tested hundreds of saunas. So in doing that, I found that the ones that said they are low EMF weren't low EMF. And so I would go to these trade shows and these, these health, health and wellness shows and conferences and actually test the saunas and, and ask them, like, hey, would you be interested in shielding this? I got a suggestion. Nobody would do it until I got to sauna space. And, uh, and I gave him a suggestion – And he got on the phone right away and called the people at his shop that were making them and said, okay, we, and he explained how to change something and he did it right away. And so I was like, this guy's serious about improving his product. And so I said, like, I've got some more ideas on how we could, how we could, uh, make this ideal. And every step of the way he's risen to the occasion, uh, Brian Richards, and he is, uh, you know, So now they have a Faraday model of the sauna that's blocking all the wireless frequencies. It's grounded. So anywhere you put it in your house, it's like your own shielded space. And so people that can't do the canopy right now or do want to shield their room, but they also want a sauna, um, you can use that as a sauna, but you can also use it as a space to go in after you eat and digest your food. It's your own personal shielded space, meditation space. So it's more than a sauna. and then. To to tell you about the sweating thing with the canvas is you don't really sweat on the canvas. It's like uh, you can actually go inside of it and you put towels down, and then you're you're actually just sweating on the on the floor on the towels right, okay. that you put down. Uh, it's not expensive then, as expensive
0: well as what I thought. It's only three thousand pounds. Okay, three thousand dollars. But you're sweating on the towels, so you can you can, you can not you uh, saying so it's basically be river river sweating downwards, so it won't be going everywhere.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're trying to do exercise like Ben Greenfield does in his, he can't well, he's a uh, clear light. Yeah, know.
0: he's got a clear light. And I've, I've spoken to them and they talk about that, them and PhysioFirm are two of the top end companies in, in the world in terms of like, they say they're sauna. But you said there was still quite a bit of EMF coming off off of that machine.
1: Um what I tested, if if people are interested, they can listen to that on the on the podcast. Okay. I've I've learned not to say anything bad about any company because I get letters from <laughs> their lawyers. Sorry, and... sorry, sorry. Okay, I get that. <laughs> uh, okay, just
0: to it on the it is in oh, yeah, I'm not talking about all clear, but I remember I, the only reason I mentioned that is because you did actually do the assessment right there, right? You were right on the on the on the things so people yeah, yeah. listen to it. There's up. no
1: yeah, there's no hiding like when you when you're testing something that you know, you know, a lot of saunas I test, I get, I get radio stations in the, in the sauna coming through my body, not just on the radio, and, uh, and cell phone frequencies. There's still a high voltage. You know, we want, we want that body voltage in the sauna to be below uh, 30 millivolts, ideally, and in the sauna space it's zero. And other models I've tested, the lowest I've seen is uh, five or 600 millivolts.
0: So. But if you get one of those saunas, it's just not even this clear light, but whatever other sauna, you there's you could, for example, do stuff to it to mitigate the MF, or is it almost impossible?
1: Um it's nothing's impossible. I would never say something's impossible, but you would have to do a lot of uh, hacking to you know taking it apart to be able to shield it properly. And uh, but there there are some things you can do. You can leave it unplugged, and you can put a, a sauna space panel in there <laughs> and heat it up that way, and then have place that all in a shielded room, and then you'd have a shield a shielded sauna to the caliber of a sauna space sauna. So,
0: so with the Illuminati sauna and then you've got the Faraday sauna, what's the difference?
1: So the Faraday sauna has the shielded liner in it, whereas the Illuminati has the shielded panel and a grounding mat but it doesn't have the shielded liner sandwiched in between the two layers of canvas,
0: right? But you're still going to be getting lower, much lower EMF.
1: Yeah, there's there's zero magnetic field exposure on the on the body, zero flicker from the uh, lamps themselves, and everything is grounded, so there's no electric field exposure from the sauna itself. In the Faraday model, it also protects you from external EMF from coming in wireless frequencies and electric fields. Right. So that's that's the bonus layer, and you can upgrade at any time to that if you just get the Luminati to begin with. Or uh, you can have a ru- the room shielded before you put the Luminati in, and then you spend less money on the Luminati right, than quiet. just a little money on, on shielding the entire room. So you essentially have the same thing. So these, these panels you've got on your site, because you've got your, your store, stores quite interesting. These zero EMF uh
0: tungsten panel and the zero EMF photon light, they're really interesting. I've seen – I think it was the photon light. I've seen you use that next to your laptop, and I think it took away all the frequencies. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, it, uh, it helps to drown out the flicker. So if you remember when we were talking about the, the yeah. flickering of the light, so like an LED light, a screen – That might flicker a TV screen or whatever, it's operating at a a certain Hertz pulsation. And these 250 watt bulbs don't have that pulsation. They'll actually kind of fill in the gaps of the pulses and drown it out. But it's also providing the full spectrum of near infrared wavelengths from 600 to 1200 nanometers. And so a lot of the issues we have with our artificial lighting is the blue light, the Uh spectrum of light. But then it's also the flicker is the other thing. And that product helps take care of both of those things by drowning out the flicker and adding the the spectrum that you're normally missing from being indoors under artificial light that you'd normally be getting from the sun. And the sun always has infrared in it from 600 to 1200 nanometers all day long. And so that's the normal, the norm of things. I have these, uh, some LED lights in my, the fixtures here in my house that uh, don't flicker and they have a better spectrum, but they don't have the full spectrum right. so often we'll we'll turn on the 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 sauna space lights in the house to help provide a more healthy spectrum of light in here that we're normally missing if we don't have like enough windows, which we have an earth contact homes, so we only have windows on the south side and then one on each west and east side so
0: so with that so the zero so what's the difference between the the zero emf uh, tungsten panel and, and the photon light is it just one more powerful than the other or is it the fact fo- the tungsten panel's actually got inf- infrared no they both got infrared right
1: yeah they both it's the same it's the same uh concept but the tungsten has four lights and so, the photon right. is just one light and the photon. You can use it like at your computer desk. It's very portable. Yeah, they even have like a portable case you can you can get with it and everything.
0: Right, so because I, I know people are big into the Jove lights at the moment. Is it a similar sort of concept to the Jove light?
1: Uh, yeah, it's different. Ju- the Jove light is is LED based. It's a good photobiomodulation device, but it has the same problems that LED have with uh with flicker. Uh, um, if if the person is concerned about that. And uh, and then you know there's some there's some other issues with LED based products that that I've found where they do create harmonics and dirty electricity. Right. And so if you uh, have if
0: you had this light, if you had the the Jove or the Jove light, we call it J O O V. If you had that, and then you put one of these over it, would that negate those what you found to be negative issues?
1: Yeah. If you have an LED based red light panel. And you have a a sauna space photon light. Uh, it will help to mitigate the flicker, uh, but it won't take care of the dirty electricity. For that, you need an actual filter to to filter that. And and then uh, also have to think about is the cord shielded on my LED panel? Um, some companies claim their cord, they have shielded cords. I've tested them, and some of them are shielded, and some of them aren't shielded. So uh, you can't be guaranteed, but with sauna space, they they have everything shielded. Cool. So, okay.
0: So I'm just saying, like, something. Just just so sort of like those lights that you've got there, if you want to heal, if you want to increase your health, and also if you want to block different frequencies, they're pretty much they're they the ones to get.
1: Yeah, I mean, and for just just to kind of explain it to people from this more thirty thousand foot viewpoint, um. I always like to look at it from this more ancestral perspective. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and LEDs basically have about 10 nanometers uh, of the spectrum where they're kind of targeting. And whereas we have more of a full spectrum with the incandescent because it's going from 600 to 1,200 nanometers. And so it's kind of the difference between what do we get in nature? Okay, in the sun, from the sun we get this huge full spectrum of, of light. With all the in between wavelengths. And uh, with an LED based product, you get just a 10 nanometer wavelength. But with an incandescent bulb, you get more similar to what the sun is. And so it's the difference between, like, you know, you could compare it to having a full spectrum vitamin C with all the bioflavonoids versus an ascorbic acid. Right. So the LED based panels are more like an ascorbic acid, they're still very, can be very effective. And you can see really good results. A lot of the studies are done with the ascorbic acid and and everything, but the the true health practitioners, functional health practitioners, know that and people who are really into health, they know that all of the bioflavonoids, all of those cofactors and everything, are very important. And there's synergies that you have that that you haven't even been studied. And so I always go back to, can we get the thing that's most similar to nature? For me, that means this. Full spectrum incandescent light, because the sun is incandescent as well. Right, hundred percent. And this, this, for this, to finish off as I'm
0: because I know we're taking up some of your time. With the people like, because I know you say don't need specific brands, etc. But for example, I know that people like to talk about Aries Tech as a brand, and um, I can't remember. There's another one. um Is it Aries Shield? Or Aries Tech? Is Aries Shield there's another? I can't remember the other ones. But for, in terms of using things to block the radiation on their phone, their laptop. Uh, maybe having something on their person or having say in their phone, just in their car to stop the blue, the blue, um, the, the Bluetooth in their, in their phone, uh, in their car, for example, any, any sort of, I mean, I, I, I heard you mention that your wife was making some stuff before I looked at your site. I couldn't see them. Um, any sort of brands that you'd recommend people to use in terms of blocking?
1: Um, There's a, uh, there's, there's a there's a difference first of all i just want to you know, kind of differentiate between there's there's like stickers and and things like that
0: yeah there's things you back yeah
1: yeah but then there's things that actually do shield like physical shielding right wrapping I, over them things yeah yeah they well you can wrap it over or there's faraday bags there's there's little faraday bags you can get on amazon for like 10 bucks Um, that would be better than investing in like these stickers or or these neutralizers or harmonizers and everything. Because I've tested almost everyone that's on the market. I mean, I can't say that now because there's hundreds of (laughs) thousands of them, but I've tested a lot of those things that claim to neutralize the EMF and harmonize it or whatever. And it never makes a difference on the meters. And it's usually based on science that they can't measure. And so i'm I'm not a fan of that because i I feel like in order to have the highest integrity, I need to be able to measure it and understand it and the people that found a lot of those companies themselves they can't explain it in a way that really makes that much sense and so I'm open to like a lot of the energy and healing and and everything like that, and I think you can use some of those things possibly to support the body to deal with the stress but as far as like with integrity, recommending something, uh, I can't do that unless I'm able to measure it with a meter and see that it makes a reduction. Yeah. And so, the physical barrier products are the ones that make the most sense to me, and that's that's those are the ones that I recommend. I don't have a phone pouch that I specifically recommend. My wife did used to make them, and I have them for personal use, but. Um, we've just been too busy going around the country helping people that yeah, sure. i you know i i have so much product development that i can do and so i'm trying yeah. to devote more time to that but it's uh it's going to take a little while to design something i feel like this is better than what's out there you know and i always want to make something that's better than What's already out there? Well, there's only so, a certain
0: amount of things uh, hours a day, right? And as you said before, and so for for people in the daytime, I've heard you mention like things like xanthanum uh, that can help. And what's the other thing that you mentioned that is that you something else you mentioned that can, can basically block up, up to
1: eighty percent of the EMFs that you do in the daytime? I can't remember what. Oh, yeah, it yeah, that's molecular hydrogen is another one. Yeah. Mechanical. So they have these little little tablets. Uh, Quicksilver makes some, and there's some uh, allergy research makes some now. And uh, there's some other companies. Usually it's mostly professional supplement companies that you can get through your chiropractor or health practitioner. Um, But you can buy them on Amazon too. But they just – a little tablet. I just had one before I got on the call here. But you just put it in water. It dissolves. It takes like two minutes and then you just have to – you have to chug it, drink it, and it will reduce the – up to 80 percent of the damage caused according to a study done by the EMF uh, Peroxy nitrate. Cool. Uh, cool. So molecular hydrogen and um, is anything
0: cool? Awesome. Any so any? Just any? Just just quickly the, the quick. If you said like the big things that people can do, if we run through them, like turn off your Wi-Fi at night, making sure your, your phone's always in airplane mode, um, especially if you, if you try and talk to it away away from your AirPods, or, or a no no. Try and use some earphones that we keep the phone away from you, but long, but the ones that connect to your actual phone. Um, If you, if you can, um, let say molecular hydrogen, um, exanthium, making your bedroom like a bat cave, all electricity away from it. Um, and if you can, um, getting someone like yourself to come in and do an assessment.
1: Yeah. I would say the number one thing is if you're really serious about this, um, yeah, do all those things you mentioned first, but then, if you're really serious and you're like, OK, I don't want to worry about this anymore. It's so it it is an overwhelming topic because yeah, there's yeah. so much we have so much exposure everywhere, you know, and and really, if you don't want to worry about it anymore, get somebody to come in. And, you know, if you need a referral, I do have a referral source in the UK. Um, his name is Leonard Stafford. He, he I think he lives near London, but um but he does travel around Europe a little bit. And, and he is, uh, he's the best person that I, that I know of over there that will do a, a good job with integrity on his, uh, assessments well, and he'll give you, he'll give me, he'll give you, and he has a, a good price right, well, for, right. for stuff. Yeah. Perfect.
0: I was just going to say, is he part of your, is he part of shielded, uh, healing?
1: No, he's not, he hasn't been trained by me, but, um, he's the only other person outside of, of my team that I feel good about uh, recommending. recommending. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So i about to say to you, did you have anyone you know to talk to in, in the UK? Because all of
0: our listeners anyway are in the US. We've got a lot of the S's in the US and and in Canada. I know you're all going all around, which is which is, which is is great. Um, and so the best place for people to find you, um, Brian, is shieldedhealing.com, yeah?
1: Yep. That's our... That's our uh, website, and we have a store there, and, and, and information on where we're touring currently, and then also some products that you can purchase. You know, we have the saunas on there, the sauna products, and then also the uh, dirty electricity filtration products, which which are made for um, 50 hertz and 60 hertz, so and 240 volt and 120 volt. So in the UK, we can do some filtration as well, uh, and and send those out. Uh, we just have to do a, you just have to email us at info at shield dot com, and we can, uh, give you more information on that. And, uh, and then, uh, we'll also set up a, a discount code for your listeners that you can, uh, you can have them use to get some percentage off. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you very much for today, mate. It's been really, uh, mate, it's been, it's been a great conversation. Um, I know that people will be taking a lot away from it. So thanks very much, mate.
1: All right. You're welcome. Thank you. Perfect.
0: So guys and girls, that was Brian Hoyer of Shielding, shielding? <laughs> of ShieldingHealing.com. Um, yeah, www.shieldedhealing.com you can go to that and find out more about Brian and his services and as I said before if you tell him, if you contact him and you want to get something you can mention just contact him and say you're coming through the Revive link or you come through the Revive podcast you get 5% off or by the time that it comes out you should actually be able to put a code in Revive5 and you get 5% off um, and so yeah I'm guessing you will probably got more questions <laughs> after that episode and we we'll be getting Brian back on but a fascinating interview and finding out all about geopathical stress, electromagnetic frequencies, radiation and what you can do. And take that on board, you know. One of the things you can do very, very simply, keeping your phone on airplane mode, turn your Wi-Fi off at night, making sure, you know, your phone's not on your person all the time, getting your, I mean, stay away from things like AirPods, but getting your laptop, if you can, or your internet, wide into the actual um into the actual computer rather than being sent around that that's fantastic as well and we'll be looking into these emf blocking clothes after the conversation we had a little, a little chat with Brianism, i know there's faraday's that i'm going to be talking to about underwear there's some other companies out there that are doing emf and radiation blocking clothes which would be fantastic if you go on long haul flights it's because we seem to be bombarded by radiation but if you're looking for um an assessment a house assessment then yeah head over to www.shieldedhealing.com or if you're looking to get your house assessed in and you're in the UK or Europe then send me a message at ryan at reviveyourself.co and I can give you the link that Brian sent me also if you are dealing with a health issue and you haven't been able to get any results or get to the root of it and you've still been having this problem for a while then please do send me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co and we can have a chat about how we can help you, also if you're not following us on Instagram, then please do, we are revive underscore yourself I think in fact, we might be revive underscore underscore, no I think we're just revive let me just check quickly for you while we're here, I may as well check so we don't get it wrong um yeah revive underscore yourself we are on on instagram on facebook you can find us at uh, revive natural health um if you just type in revive in the space bar, you'll see us my you'll see the uh the logo for uh, for my podcast so you'll be easy to to follow and obviously you can follow me personally if you want uh just type in ryan martin in my profile will come up it'll be the picture of my book the chronic fatigue solution which if you haven't got and you're looking to increase your health or you know someone that is or has chronic exhaustion or any other chronic illness, then head on over to www.reviveyourself. Oh, sorry. No, head on over to www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com. So I used to saying that www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com. And yeah, the book's only seven pounds. It's just, we're asking you to pay postage and packaging. I don't even get anything from it. I just want you to get this information. And you also got the option there to, to go for the audiobook version if you're looking, if you prefer to listen rather than you prefer to read and you've got the option to upgrade to our 21 day health reset if you're looking to give yourself a boost Um, but yeah www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com where you'll learn all about the three secrets to healing any chronic illness as well as lots of other protocols and and principles and stories and 52 other things you can do straight away to increase your health and vitality otherwise guys and girls that's it for this week I uh, yeah I'll, uh, I'll see you very soon. Um, yeah. And if you're not following us on any of those other social media platforms, then go ahead because I do put lots and lots of content out, um, on Facebook and Instagram and actually YouTube as well you can find us on YouTube i was going to say actually if you haven't found us on YouTube i put all the interviews It will be going up on YouTube as well and i put lots of other v- videos that we do on YouTube so yeah have a look on YouTube for, for us uh, Revive Revive Yourself otherwise as always stay happy stay healthy and I'll speak to you soon bye bye